Hello and welcome to the HeMSCUD podcast, Gold and Long. Uh, for those of you who don't know what HeMSCUD is, a recruitment training business um, co-founded by myself, Ed Khan, and Laura Hopes. And each week we're going to be giving you 10-minute snippets into our world of recruitment, tips and tricks to help you on your journey as an agency recruiter, and hopefully some laughs along the way too. We hope you guys enjoy. This week's episode is around the transition from a consultant or whatever role you're in to leadership. I really like this subject because I genuinely wish I'd heard something like this Mm. from two people who'd gone through this stage and shared what they fucked up on. Yeah. Because, fuck, I don't know about you, but I really messed up in my first leadership role and there's so much learning and things that I thought I needed from a skills perspective weren't actually the things Mm. that I needed. Um, So I learned on the job, but it could have gone a lot smoother. Definitely. So my biggest struggle, I think, was redefining where I added value to my team. Mm. And I think for the first few months, definitely... I was still in that, I was in this like almost identity crisis mode Mm. where I was like, okay, so I've been known as a high biller in my business. I've been promoted pretty much on, you know, not just on that Mm. basis, but off the back of being being a successful recruiter. But now I have a team of six all of a Mm. sudden and they need me, but I define my success and everyone has defined my success as billing. And now I don't have enough time to, yeah. to be, I mean, I'm not even getting to my desk until mm. like 4 p.m. each day. I'm still trying to run a desk that is that busy and that healthy. And where now do, and if I don't continue to do that stuff, will the team lose respect for me? Yeah. Because they're like, well, Nora's moved into leadership. And now all of a sudden she's, she doesn't bill as much and she doesn't feel she has around. to do this. And she doesn't, <laughs> yeah. and I just, I was so conscious and I think obviously like maybe having leaders in the past where I felt like they didn't pull their weight in a team fashion. I was so conscious of being like, I still want to add value. I still want to be seen Mm. as a high biller. That's what people aspire to. That's inspirational. And what happened was one, I burnt out, but two, I was too busy for my team Mm. and people started to, I could start to see these habits of people being like, Laura, I'm so, I'm so sorry Mm. to bother you. Like, I know you're really busy, but can I just ask a question? And I'm like, you're not, I'm not too busy for you. Like you're my team member. Like, of course I want to help you. But I was like, this is a real problem. If my team can't talk to me because I am so busy Mm. with billing as opposed to helping them bill. And I think that was probably one of my biggest learnings, my biggest mistakes in those first few months, because I created a culture where people, I was too busy for yeah. my team. The and very they, team that... But, and they can't lean on you then because no. experience teaches them. them that you're too busy and they don't want to put more on your plate yeah. when they know you're just going and I couldn't lead them. So they couldn't ask for my advice on things. They felt like they were bothering me. They maybe didn't open up to me as much as yeah. they could have. I wasn't running as much training with them. And actually, mm. your desk should drop. Mm. And if you are sat on this and you're like, oh, but I still have the same billing target, you Mm. need to speak to your leader about that because your job (laughs) is now to get your team billing more than you. Yeah, That's your job. Any business owner, leader, looking at those types of structures, please... 
for the love of God. Make it team focused. Make it team focused or at least heavily weighted towards team focused with a personal contribution target. But my God, the amount of agencies that I see that promote people to lead roles and what they're targeted to do is relatively the same as what they were doing as a solo performer. I'm like, it's pointless. Mm. I um, I make similar mistakes to that, um, but in different ways. My biggest mistake was that I went into that. I was very, sounds really big-headed, but I was really liked in the office. I very well liked. Everyone wanted to hang out with me. I was the one uplifting everyone. Mm-hmm. And then I got promoted into this team lead role, and my want to be liked continued and I thought my value in the team was actually to be their friend and to be really liked and so I stupidly I continued doing my own desk for the same reasons but I also then instead of helping them get better I just took their work on so but I'm really struggling with this. So I'll, I'm do like, it. I'll do it. I'll do it. That's I'm a what team, I think. I'm, I'm, a team I'm your manager, so I'll do it. Mm. And I'll take that away from you. But then it was stupid because I was still billing the same amount as I was. I was trying to, thinking I was helping the team by just taking on all the struggles that they had and going, oh, don't worry, I'll do it. Because one, there was the weirdness of really wanting to be liked. Um, not, yeah, it was. It's like, no, I can do, like, this is where I can add value to you And the fear of them turning around after a few months, and I think that's what was driving this weird people-pleaser thing, was that I don't think that I should have been promoted into this role, a bit of self-debt, and I just don't want the team turning around to the business leader and going, as a shit, we don't like him. So I was like, okay, if I keep the people happy and just do all of the things that they, let's face it, they just didn't want to do them. They could do them, but they didn't want to do them, and they knew I'd take it on, so I did. But then it was just I had this humongous workload, and there was starting to get really resentful of the team. I was like, they're not pulling their weight. I'm like, on reflection now, I'm like, well, you weren't actually helping them. You're just taking a short-term view on it of going, cool, I'll just take that problem, take that problem, take that problem. And what I was teaching them was, if there's something that you're struggling with, just chuck it to Ez because he'll do it. Rather than workshop it with Ez, he'll give us the answers and we'll be able to deal with this in the future. And what you do is so funny, isn't it? Because you think you're helping, but actually you're stripping people of their ability to sell suit and their ability to grow their own skill set. Mm. And as leaders, like, you know, delegation is so important in that sense because we often are in a mindset when we delegate of, I am passing on my work to this other person, where it's actually, it's like, no, I'm empowering this person to be able to learn new mm. skills. And it's really a mindset shift that, you know, when when you're taking on stuff for other people, you're actually disabling them, developing mm. their skills further, helping them manage their time, you know, getting them focused on higher, you know, on the right activities that they should be focused on so that you can spend time doing activities that are going to actually support them. And I think so many people do that because it's that shift from being able to go to the pub with people Mm. and, you know, have a bit of a gossip, talk about Mm. bad days, and you don't get to be that person anymore. And they won't confide in you in the same way anymore because they also want to impress you. And, it doesn't come from a bad place, but there is a natural shift of where you sit within the yeah. business. And 
that is hard for a lot of leaders and especially a lot of new leaders because you're at the same age often mm. as the people you're managing. And these are the people that you'd be down the pub with yeah. on a Thursday or Friday night, potentially like, you know, throwing shade at, you know, some business decision or whatever, whereas you yeah. have to have a degree of separation from that. And I think a lot of leaders, you know, compensate for that by being like over nice yeah. and trying to trying to take people's work to to show that they're still one of the yeah. team. You know what it is? Ultimately, so I can't remember who said this to me, but it was one of my clients. And it was essentially your job as a leader. You've done it well. If when someone leaves you, their f- parting feeling is, fuck, Ez helps me get better. Mm. I'm so much better as a result of working for Ez and underneath Ez. I've learned so much. I've actually gotten better at my craft or actually just gotten better as a person. Now I've got the ability to be more emotionally aware, whatever it might be, as long as you're adding value to that person, either in skill for the job or just as a person, you've done your job well. And that should be the sort of, and well, that's the thing that drives me there when mm, if someone's working. It's that, yeah. And it's not to be liked. I think you can still obviously be liked, but have boundaries and have clear mm-hmm. boundaries of what the expectations are and being clear with them. Not sort of faffing around with, I want them to do this, but I don't want them to worry them, whatever it might be. Those yeah. tough conversations can be had with a lot of empathy mm-hmm. and clarity. I think that's important. Yeah, I agree. And I think what we have to remember as leaders, and I've definitely, definitely got this wrong in the past, is that you are your team are a mirror. Mm. You know, it's like they say with kids, you know. Like your kids are such a mirror to your own habits, behaviors, whatever, which is why it can be a really confronting journey. And it's the same with the team. And I was coaching a leader a few months ago and they were like, I'm facing a real issue with none of the team will take breaks. Like Mm. no one will take any break. People are constantly burnt out. People are constantly talking about how hard they're working. And like, whilst I really appreciate and respect that, like I'm really scared that my team are going to burn out and I cannot get anyone to take a break. And my first question was, well, when was the last time that you demonstrated a healthy relationship with breaks Mm. in front of your team? When was the last time you took a lunch break? And they were like, oh, I don't because I'm too busy. And I'm Mm. like, so do you think your team are going to look at your behavior and go, it is safe for me to take Mm. a lunch break? They will be like, this person, my leader, doesn't take a lunch break. They're always looking really busy. Therefore, that's what I should be mirroring. And so you have to really live the behaviors that you want to see you can't talk them and say to the team, hey, this is like, this is what you guys can do. This is what I expect from you if you're not living them yourselves. And that goes for healthy habits yeah. too. And if you're constantly like, no, 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 you guys take your break. I really want you guys to take mm. your break, but you never do. Yeah. Your team are never going to feel comfortable no, taking the break. 100%. Ever. That's such a good point. I love that one. So you have to think I am a mirror. Any behaviors that I'm seeing, mm. have I consciously or unconsciously mm. contributed to creating yeah. these the um other one and my last one i mean i feel like we could talk about yeah how many mistakes, how many mistakes? terrible but leaders um, <laughs> it goes back to vulnerability for me mm. i think as a leader you will make so many mistakes daily you will make them and we still do um but having the humility and the vulnerability to go, 
team, I've completely fucked up here. I'm so sorry. I introduced that thing. It hasn't worked. I thought it would. These were the reasons why. This is what I'm going to do next. And these are the reasons why. Putting your hands up rather than trying to go, oh, I'm the lady and everything should have been done right. It hasn't worked. So I'm just going to try and brush it under the carpet. It's a really bad way to lead. Yes. And I think just being very open, transparent and vulnerable to then also encourage others that it's okay to make mistakes as long as you own up to them and you actually talk about them and show a level of vulnerability because if you don't, you'll end up making the same mistakes again. Yeah, you do not have to be bulletproof in your Mm. leadership. Like people will buy into you more when they understand that you've got their back and your intentions are good and occasionally you'll get things wrong. Mm. Like, And I think, again, like when you're first in leadership, you have... You wear this front of like, fake it till you make mm. it, you know, like, cause you do like, there's fear around it. Mm. So you almost kind of come off, like have to be the perfect leader where it's actually people buy into you more when they can see that you're on a journey and a path as well. And your role is very different. I think that was the last one. Yeah. Like you are not expected to do the same role. I think that was a really big realisation for me after a little you while. You shouldn't be expected to do the same role. And if mm. you are, yeah, then because yeah. I think a lot of people, it's like, cool, we're well, still a billing manager. Mm. Yeah. So we still expect the same level of billings from you, mm. but you shouldn't. Your, your time should be better measured with how much time are you spending training, yeah. coaching your team, trying to find new members of your mm. team delegating to your team, you know, developing their skills, running team meetings, creating structure Mm. processes, like having a billing element to your role is sometimes a necessity as an agency and reason why it's a role Mm. in recruitment agencies, but it shouldn't be your, your time should not be measured by how much money you're making. It's Mm. how you're getting your team to usurp you in your billing so that your team are the profit, Mm. not you. Yeah. Yeah, there's more value in your team of five billing an extra 100k each than you billing 500k. Yeah, 100%. There's more value in that Yeah, than you sitting there plugging away trying to bill it all. And it's... you'll never be able to grow it if you no. if you don't step away from that. Um, Last one, and I promise I'll shut up. We're way this. over. <laughs> last one, though. It's you're not expected to do everything. You're not expected to be amazing at organizing people you're not meant to you're not expected to know everything and be the font of knowledge for everything you're there to lead people and bring them on a journey and get them to where they need to go that's your job as a leader it's not to be super smart on finances and how they should structure their time how they should do this how they should do this that's not your job but you it is your job to help them in other areas and bring those expertise in if you don't have them Mm. But don't fake it till you make it. Yeah. 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 Lean on other subjects. Because like Laura reached out to uh, Laura. Lucy reached out to me and was like, oh, I need help with organizing or like organizing my day or time management. I'd be like, don't talk to me about it, Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm great at BD and I'm great at marketing, but I'm not your man. Sorry. Yeah. She called Go me. Go to Laura. She's like, how do I do this on Link Telephone? You are calling the wrong. <laughs> The wrong owner. That's straight to Ed. But yeah, I think it's it's knowing what's within your wheelhouse and utilising other skills and people in the business to also support you, I yeah. think. Oh, I love this episode. I could talk about this forever and ever and ever. Um, 
but yeah. Hopefully you guys found it useful. Good luck on your leadership journeys if it's your first stop. Yeah, and if for some reason they're never going to listen to us again. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us again. Thanks, guys. Thanks,